Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, normally joined by Jeff Torrey, but it's another solo episode for me tonight as I run through the top week four waiver wire ads. Got some good ones I like towards the top of the list, the middle of the list, yeah, more maybe deeper league type plays, and then also some players to stash on your bench here, which, I mean, if you have a deeper bench here in deeper leagues, why not use that last spot if you don't need it for a guy that might return even bigger value later on, take a chance on some guys. But before we get into waiver wire, I might as well talk about the Monday night game that just wrapped up here just a few minutes ago. Pittsburgh beats Tampa 30-27. to I mean, this big story coming into it was Fitzpatrick. Could he continue playing like he was? And he did struggle early through three picks. One of them was batted down or batted up in the air, was picked off. Another one could have been wrong route. Mike Evans might have given up on the route. Hard to say exactly. The other one was just a bad pick. The pick six there was just just a, a definitely a bad play on Fitzpatrick's part. But he turned it around to end up with 411 yards and three touchdowns to go along with those three picks, but it wasn't quite enough as Pittsburgh held on to the win. But it, I think it's enough for Fitzpatrick to keep the job at this point. He's definitely brings a spark to that offense. Mike Evans is benefited quite a bit from it. He had six catches, 137 yards and a touchdown. Fitzpatrick likes to bomb the ball. And it's, this is you, if you're a Mike Evans owner, Deshaun Jackson owner, Chris Godwin owner, even OJ Howard, you want Fitzpatrick, I believe, to be the quarterback. They're just going to throw the ball so much more right now. And I hope to see him stay out there. The running game's just not getting going. Barber only eight carries, 33 yards. Just nothing going at all on the ground for the Bucks. Pittsburgh side, Roethlisberger had a pretty solid game. Definitely a good fantasy game. 353 yards, three touchdowns. Antonio Brown had six for 50. Got a touchdown. Nice touchdown early on. But nothing in the second half is Juju Smith-Schuster becomes... The main target again there for most of the game with nine catches for 116. He he continues to look good. Brown, eh, you know, six for 50 is not great, but hopefully that'll get a little better for the Brown owners. And Vance McDonald had four for 112 and a touchdown. A lot of them off one big, I think, 75-yard touchdown there where he just stiff-armed the guy, threw him to the ground, and went all the way for the touchdown. It was a terrific play by McDonald there. On the ground, Connor ends up with 61 yards rushing, 34 receiving. Most of those yards kind of came there at the end on the final drive as they were trying to run a clock and keep Tampa from getting the ball. So it wasn't a great outing if you had Connor in your lineup, which if you have Connor, most likely you do. But it was, it, he salvaged it with the last drive there, getting some more yards. Made it made it a decent outing. Before we get into the waiver wire players for week four, Make sure you guys go follow us on Twitter at the FF Profit or Instagram, Fantasy Football Profit. Check out our website, fantasyfootballprofit.com. We have all our rankings there every week. You can go follow us, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. We have some different videos that come out there as well, youtube.com slash fantasyfootballprofit. Support the show on Patreon, and also go give us a five-star review on iTunes. Definitely always helpful for us if you could do that. Definitely gives us more visibility, puts us up in the rankings a little bit. Keeps getting more people to find the show. So waiver wire time week four. Some top ads. This what I did this week was on ESPN. Forty percent mark was my top level. So anybody forty percent and under 
can make my list. Calvin Ridley at the time I made sort of making the list earlier was just below 40%. He did go up to 40.8 right now as we're recording, but I'm going to keep him on my list. Calvin Ridley, a number one waiver wire ad. If he's out there in your league, you pick him up. You, he had a, I mean, just a terrific week. Last week, he did pretty solid week two there as well. I think it's going to continue. You're not going to have, it's not going to be every week. That's for sure. You're going to get some disappointment. But if you can get Calvin Ridley and put him in as like a third receiver, if you play with three, put him as a flex option, you're going to get the good weeks. Yeah, you'll take some bad weeks. You know, it's a rookie. It's what's going to happen. But he is, he's a terrific player. He's a first round pick for a reason. And I, I think it's going to continue. This Falcons offense can definitely put up some points. Matt Ryan looks more like 2016 Matt Ryan right now. And this is, I believe, just a good ad for your team. Get Ridley. I think it's, I really do. I don't, I think it's kind of worth a number one waiver if you're needy at wide receiver. If you're not needy at wide receiver, then don't waste a number one waiver wire ad on him. But yeah, I would definitely put Ridley on my team if I could here. My number two waiver wire ad for the week is going to be another wide receiver. This time it's going to be Tyler Boyd for the Bengals. He's had two good weeks in a row. This one, and it, he did, it did benefit a little bit due to the fact that AJ Green went out with the groin injury. But I think we're seeing a little more than that from Tyler Boyd. He's in his third year now. We've talked a lot on this show about third year wide receiver breakouts. And I believe this is what Tyler Boyd is, is happening this year. He's going to keep, he's going to continue to break out as a third year player. He's only 23 years old. Doesn't turn 24 till November 15th. He's still a young player. He, He's shown signs in the past that he could be good. And this one, I, I think it's here. I think he's going to become a really good option who could be a flex player for you. Again, could be a wide receiver three. I, I really believe it's going to continue. He's definitely ahead of John Ross. John Ross, I don't believe, is going to pass him up at any time soon. To Tyler Boyd, I would add Tyler Boyd as well. Put him. I, I don't think I hesitate to put him in a lineup next week if you're, again, wide receiver needy team. He definitely could be a good option for you. So Tyler Boyd, I'm I'm really impressed. I I didn't think much about Tyler Boyd coming into the year, but what I've seen these last two weeks really gets me excited about having him in my lineup. Now the next guy on my list, another wide receiver. This one going to be Mike Williams, another player. Not just we've talked about a lot of people have talked about this. You know, heading into the season, thinking maybe you know he's healthy, going to be able to finally show what he's been able to do, and now. Hey, four for 81 this past week with two touchdowns. Looking a little better. He had a touchdown in week two as well. Week one, five for 81. He's becoming more involved. I like what I'm seeing there with Mike Williams. There's still some room for improvement, but it's he, Rivers is definitely looking for him now. So right now he's sitting at 33.1% owned in ESPN leagues. He needs to be owned. He needs to be on a bench if he's not, you know, if he's in your league, he's on, on the waivers, you got to pick him up. Starting him is still kind of a risky move unless you're, you know, you're going to be hurting a wide receiver. Why not take a chance on Mike Williams if Rivers is going to start looking for him, you know, in, in the red zone there, throw some deep balls to him. But I, I like Mike Williams. I think he's going to be another, you know, pretty good play. My next guys on my list, the next three still wide receivers. This one, a rookie, Christian Kirk. He looked pretty good there. Seven catches, 90 yards. Now he gets Josh Rosen. He's going to be starting a little bit better, I think, option than Sam Bradford at this point. I was definitely disappointed in how Sam Bradford turned out this year. I expected a little bit more from him. And, I mean, I, I don't know why I did. I just thought he could at least be 
a decent option, but he wasn't. But I think for Christian Kirk, Rosen seems to be a better play here. And this this isn't a guy, I'm not going to go throw Christian Kirk in my lineup next week. I mean, it'd have to be a much deeper league than normal 10, 12 team leagues. But I would love to put Christian Kirk on my bench and see how this happens with Josh Rosen out there next week. And, you know, he's he's looked good in preseason at times. He looked good, you know, and now week one, he only had the one catch, but then he turned in four for 27 in week two, and then the seven for 90, improving every week. So I think Christian Kirk is a pretty solid add to your bench. Another wide receiver, we've talked about this one every week on the show all preseason, one of Jeff's favorite players. It's Geronimo Allison for the Packers. He continues to be involved in the offense. And part of this is the fact that Randall Cobb really seemed to struggle this past week and hasn't been able to get it going the last two weeks. And Geronimo, you know, nice big touchdown catch this past week. Only two catches, but ended up one was the 64-yard touchdown. He had six catches for 64 and five for 69 the other two weeks of the season. So he's been a very solid option. And I could I could see him getting more and more into, you know, the second option on this team as we go forward. Because, I mean, Cobb, he's just not quite getting it done. And Jimmy Graham is there, but he's not going to be a, a big-time option all the time. He's going to be maybe red zone type of option. He's going to get the five catches. But I think Geronimo can jump up those those reception numbers and become a, you know, still become a solid option. I still hesitate, too, to put him in my lineup, but I'd, I'd like to put him on my bench and see how he improves throughout the year. And my next wide receiver, Chris Godwin. Just watched him here again in the Monday night game. And this is another player we've kind of hyped up a lot as the preseason went on. And I think it's shown throughout the season, this first three games, that he is going to be a pretty solid player. And as long as I think Fitzpatrick is the quarterback here, Chris Godwin is going to continue to get looks. and. With Godwin, he ended up with a nice touchdown tonight. He had five catches, 74 yards in the touchdown. It could have been better. He dropped another. He had a few more options. He He's still a rookie. He's getting better. He has room to improve, but he's caught a touchdown in each game so far this season. And combine that with, you know, five for 74, five for 56 last week, three for 41 week one. He continues to improve in Fitzpatrick seems to be looking for him, and if they keep throwing the ball around like they are, he's going. He's going to be. A, he's going to be a play. And finally, we get out of the wide receivers for at least one here. My next player I got on my list, Buck Allen. Not overly impressed with how he's looked out there, but he's been scoring touchdowns. And you know, sometimes players just for some reason or another get in the end zone, and teams look for him when they get down there, and. Buck Allen now, he's keeps he just keeps scoring the touchdowns. He's, the the rushing numbers are, are are terrible. Sixteen carries for thirty two yards. I mean, just there there isn't anything there, and you're not going to expect anything there if you pick him up. You're going to just hope that he gets one of those into the end zone. You hope he catches a couple balls. So now, yeah, he has up to uh, four touchdowns on the season in three games for for Buck Allen. So he has thirteen catches as well. So not not great, but if you you're struggling for some reason at running back and you really need some kind of boost, especially maybe, maybe I guess more of PPR, even you know you could take a chance that you're going to get that touchdown. It'd be hard for me to do it, but if you need a running back option, there really isn't many out there that are in this kind of ownership range. 
Next guy on my list, another wide receiver, Antonio Callaway from the Browns. He struggled at times, I would say, in that Thursday game, but he also showed signs and flashes that he's going to be a good player here in the future. So this is, again, a a bench-type ad. I'm not going to be probably throwing him in my lineup, but he had four for 20, so not much there. Three for 81 the week before with the touchdown. But they were looking for him, and that's part of it. With Baker Mayfield out there, things are going to change. So Callaway is a good deeper add. Put him on your bench, see what happens. Then speaking to Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield is my next player on my list. I was impressed with what I saw. If you want to take a chance to throw him on your bench and see what he becomes, yeah, go right ahead. If I don't have this next player on my list, but if you're looking for another, you know, maybe QB streaming type ad, Andy Dalton, not a bad option. He still does Andy Dalton things and throws four picks, but going against Atlanta, Atlanta's defense is definitely struggling with injuries. He gave up a bunch of points to the Saints, of course, which not surprising the Saints are good, but Andy Dalton could be a good play this week. But Baker, I'm, I liked what I saw from him, so hey, worth a shot to get Baker Mayfield. Then a couple more receivers here. I put D.D. Westbrook on the list again because I'm a D.D. Westbrook fan. I like what I see from him most most of the time. Numbers weren't great this past week, but they, Jacksonville, no one's numbers were going to be good. So I, I, I still think there's a chance that D.D. Westbrook breaks out at some point and becomes more of like the level that Keelan Cole, people are starting to look at Keelan Cole as. I think D.D. Westbrook's in that same level, and I'd like to see him get more of a shot. I still think it'll happen, but, you know, I'm not going to put him in my lineup. That's a, that's a story of all these. These are a lot of ads that are tough to want to throw in a lineup right now because it's just they're just the way it is. But hey, take take a chance on some guys here. Next guy, Cameron Meredith, finally got back into playing last week. Only had one catch. It was a touchdown. And the Saints' offense has been has been pretty good. This you know for the most part they're pretty good. They didn't look good against against the Browns necessarily, but. Saints have solid offense. Cameron Meredith thinks going to get more involved as we go on in the offense. You know, it didn't happen quite yet. Got, but you know, hey, first game back gets the touchdown. So another ad to put on your bench and see how things turn out. And then the last two, yeah, I might get a little crap for these. I don't know. Des Bryant and Ronald Jones, and these are yeah, okay. Basically, for these two, if you are have a deep bench. And you just you can afford the spot. You don't you, you don't need that player. You, I mean, if, I don't I don't know who it is, but if it's somebody that's just not going to do much for you, yeah, throw him there for sure, and find out what happens. And yeah, Dez Ronald Jones. Hey, maybe you get something from one of them. Dez is going to sign at some point with somebody here. Ronald Jones. I don't know what he is. He hasn't been active in any games yet this year, but I mean, at some point, I feel like they're going to have to give him a look. Peyton Barber hasn't been any good, so it's just a play that maybe you get lucky and Ronald Jones does do something. You know, chances aren't great, but if you're not waste, if you're not using this spot on anybody else, hey, take a chance, see what you got there. You know, it's I think it's worth a shot. But that is going to be it for my waiver wire ads for the week. Got a few guys there that, a couple wide receivers that I think could really help you out here as we go forward, and some others that, hey, if you have the bench spot, take a chance. And if you're in a smaller, if you're in a league with small benches, a lot of these guys towards the end, 
are just not going to be players you're going to need to add in your team. But hey, if you're, I play into the deep bench, I like to throw some of these guys and see what happens. So if you're in one of those, take some of these players in your bench here, see, see how it goes. Maybe you'll get lucky with one of them. But all right, that'll do it. We'll be back tomorrow with week four rankings talk. Talk to you guys then.